Hey folks, it's Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Back to you for episode 66 here on the Locked on Bucks podcast. Uh, wrapping up uh, a wild Sunday afternoon. Uh, Bucks take a frustrating, disappointing 30-24 loss in overtime to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, so many things to get to today. Uh, some ridiculous numbers in this game, uh, both good and bad for the uh, Oakland Raiders. Uh, game that really got away from the Bucks. Uh, you look at it, and it's amazing that they had the lead uh, late in the game, had a chance to win, uh, literally one play away from salting out the win. Uh, we'll get to uh, how things closed out, but uh, first, just a couple big-picture things from this game. Uh, the two things that stand out are how many yards the Raiders were able to pile up offensively, uh, set a record for most ever against the Bucks with 626 yards of total offense. Uh, Derek Carr set the record for most yards passing against the Bucks with 513. Uh, broke a 50-year-old Raiders record by uh, 85 yards. Like, just destroyed it. I think 427 had been the Raiders' mark since, like, 1964. Uh, so, amazing the yards they were able to put up. Uh, from the end of the first quarter on, pretty much all Raiders uh, in terms of yards and in terms of controlling the game and the clock. Buccaneers uh, jumped out to a 10-0 lead. 10-0, one play into the second quarter. At that point, they had outgained the Raiders 120-28. to And I remember thinking, like, oh, that's really good for the defense, that the defense hasn't been on the field very much. That's going to help them later in the game. Uh, and then from that point on, uh, from the Bucks being up 10-0, uh, Raiders outgained the Bucks 598 to 150 the rest of the way. Uh, and from a time of possession standpoint, uh, more than 40 minutes on the field for the Raiders offense after the first quarter ended. Uh, just a ridiculous amount. Uh, top 10 for time of possession in the last decade. Uh, ended up with more than 44 minutes of uh, possession for the Raiders. Pretty crazy. Uh, the only thing that's probably more crazy than the offensive totals for the Raiders were the penalty totals. Uh, we had talked a little bit last week about how the Raiders were the most penalized team in the NFL, uh, second most penalty yards, uh, never more so than Sunday. They had 23 penalties for 200 yards. Uh, 23 penalties is an all-time NFL record. Uh, 200 yards is the third most in history, which uh, is wild how many flags there were. And that's with three more penalties that were declined. So, I mean, it could have been as much as 26 if the Bucks had wanted to take the other ones. Uh 13 on offense, 6 on defense, 4 on special teams. Uh, Bucks go-ahead touchdown. We'll, we'll get to this as we come back to things. But Bucks go-ahead touchdown, 4 straight first downs on, on Raiders penalties. The defense really wasn't the ones uh, getting the penalties yesterday, but they were on that drive. Uh, just uh, If you're a Bucks fan, this was a game, obviously uh, a lot of hopes for the Bucks again, their first win of the season, moving ahead of 500, setting the tone for this three-game homestand. Uh, and instead, you have a game that had to be ridiculously tiring on both sides of the ball for the Bucs. Uh, four days before they have to play the Falcons, uh, Bucks lost Jacquez Rogers to an ankle injury uh, on the go-ahead touchdown there late in the fourth quarter, about four minutes to go. Uh, they're not saying yet how bad that injury is, but Dirk Cutter said it uh, probably, I guess he basically said it probably isn't good, uh, which is a kind of vague way of saying they don't expect him to play on Thursday. Uh, real quick turnover, just to let you guys know what the next couple days are like. 
Uh, Buccaneers will have access with an open locker room this afternoon. We'll get cut around 4 o'clock Monday afternoon. They have practice that we get to go to Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, sorry, and then no access Wednesday. So we will see one practice this week. Uh, Injury report will kind of have to be what we rely on to know who's healthy and who's not healthy, uh, who might be able to play on Thursday against Atlanta, who might not be able to. It's funny. We made a big deal going into the game about Robert Ayers being back, about Gerald McCoy being healthy, uh, and there was a remarkable lack of production from the defensive line. They had two sacks. Don't get me wrong. They had two sacks on Derek Carr, and two sacks against the Raiders is uh, more than they're used to giving up. But uh, Gerald McCoy played 81 snaps, had one tackle. Robert Ayers played 71 snaps, had one tackle. Uh, And obviously these guys do a lot more than just get tackles. Uh, But... As a whole, that defensive line, uh, Raiders had a ridiculous amount more passes than yards. You think about run-pass balance, and we told you coming in, the Raiders had the worst pass defense in the NFL, uh, and yet Bucks had very much a 50-50 split in this game. Uh, I think it was 27 runs and 37, 31 passes. 27 runs, 31 passes, I think. Uh, the... Raiders, by comparison, had 24 runs, 61 passes, uh, more than 2-to-1 ratio for their passes to runs. Uh, just seemed to have a lot more confidence in Derek Carr and a lot more success moving the ball than the Bucks had with James Winston. Very quiet game for James Winston. Uh, again, did enough to have his team with the lead with four minutes to go. Uh, normally, that, that's something you don't really complain about. Uh, Winston had two touchdowns, uh, threw one to... Uh, Cameron Bright through one to Russell Shepard. So, again, kind of minimalist success. Uh, only 16 of 32 didn't throw them all that much. Uh, but, you know, down the stretch, just uh, could not get this offense to move anything, especially after they lost Jacquees Rogers. Uh, still tried to run the ball with Anton Smith and uh, had a couple misses with Mike Evans. You know, honestly, we, we talk about the Raiders getting 23 penalties here, but uh, they missed some bad ones. I mean, the refs. Third down, end of regulation. Bucks are trying to get out. Uh, it's around maybe the 45-yard line going out on a third down. And Mike Evans just took a helmet to the back of the head. Uh, Carl Joseph, who tagged Russell Shepard earlier in the game, uh, absolutely got him with a helmet in the back of the head. Mike Evans couldn't come down with the catch. He, he apologized for it after the game. But, I mean, he, he got his bell rung, uh, and there was no call. Uh, and, again, it, lots of flags were thrown. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh, Disappointing to see that go uncalled in that game. Lots of stuff to get to. This was a game of, of wild just shifts in momentum. Bucks go up 10-0. Uh, Raiders go all the way back to take a 17-10 lead in the third quarter. So 10, 10 points one way, 17 points the other way. Bucks come back and get 14 straight points uh, to take the lead. And then the Raiders come back and end up getting the last 13 points of the game. So you have a game that's entirely in four completely different swings. Uh, it's funny, and that I, I cannot tell you, the Bucks had that stadium so high and so overjoyed uh, when they get the go-ahead touchdown. And just take you back, uh, first play of the fourth quarter, uh, Bucks get a touchdown, nice throw, uh, Cameron Braid from Jameis Winston for a touchdown. Looks like they're going to tie the game. And then uh, Roberto Aguayo, the rookie kicker, who's had his share of struggles this season, uh, missed the extra point. Uh, just terrible mess. Took a lot of the air, wind out of their sails, if you will. Instead of tying the game and having momentum, now they're trailing. Uh, but defense got the stops. Bucks got it back. 
again, had that drive with four defensive penalties of the Raiders. Just ridiculous. Twice they had 12 men on the field on third and one. Uh, just a, all the help you could get on a drive. Uh, Jacquees Rogers puts it in. It's now 24-17 with 3.48 to go. And again, it just looks like the Bucks had this game to win. All they need is the defense to come up with stops. Uh, and the defense couldn't do it. Uh, they got him down to uh, fourth down at the five-yard line. Uh, Carr throws a pass to the right corner, wildly overthrows Michael Crabtree. Uh, but on the, the backside, Seth Roberts, uh, Jude J. Barima just literally wraps his arms around the Raiders receiver. It, it's nearly inexplicable that he thought he could get away with that and not get called. So you hate to see the game changed that drastically on a call away from the ball. Uh, but again, if Derek Carr looks that side, he can't throw to Seth Roberts because Seth Roberts is being mauled by a DB. Uh, you just you can't put your arms around a receiver in coverage uh, in the goal line where where obviously they're keeping a close you know tabs. It's not like it's everything spread out and it's hard to keep track of what's going on. Uh, the refs are going to see that and they did. Uh, and then the same two guys met up on the last play of the game. It's it's fourth down uh, at I think the forty six yard line. I think forty two yard line. Forty I guess it's the forty one because a forty one yard touchdown. Fourth and fourth to forty one. Uh, the teams have essentially traded punts in overtime. Jack Del Rio uh, is confident enough to go for it on fourth and four. Uh, not only gets the conversion with a pass across the middle, but Judah J. Barima and Bradley McDougald collide, and Seth Roberts is able to twist out of it and get a 41-yard touchdown. Game over. Not that Bucks fans really would have been happy with a tie, uh, but they were within 138 of getting that tie. But I mean, if you give them the ball on a punt or on a missed, however they get the ball with 138 left, it's hard to imagine them having worse than a tie. Uh, but again, one, one breakdown, one more big pass play allowed, and the Bucks take a loss. Uh, it's not like hockey. You don't get a point for going to overtime. Uh, so this one stinks. They're 3-4 and four now. Uh, Falcons did the exact opposite. Falcons got a touchdown at the very end, final minute, to beat the Packers. Uh, big catch by Mohamed Sanu. And instead of the Bucks, you know, even with this terrible loss the Bucks had, if the Falcons had lost to Green Bay, the Bucks are still playing for the division lead on Thursday, as crazy as that seems. Uh, and now instead, uh, you had the Falcons at five and three, the Bucks at three and four, and they very much need to somehow pull out an upset on Thursday to keep themselves in the division race. If they lose, Falcons are six and three, they're three and five. They're now two and a half games back, uh, and they've lost the head-to-head tiebreaker with the Falcons. So if this is a team that somehow still has the NFC South uh, as a goal, they've got to step up on Thursday on a ridiculous turnaround to, to have them play Defense played 94 plays, 94 snaps on Sunday uh, to come back and play on uh, on a Thursday. Even though the, the Bucks are at home, it's still a, a ridiculous turnaround. Again, uh, lots of other things we want to get to here uh, that we talked about penalties. Uh, again, you know, as Gerald McCoy said, uh, Bucks were on the friendly end of 23 penalties, and yet the biggest one of the game is this call on Judah J. Barima. Uh, Bucks only had six penalties. Uh, to find a game in which a team uh, has that many more penalties than someone and still wins, uh, you know, 136 more yards on penalties than the Bucks did and still won. Uh, I think it was 1992. I had to go back and look up the last time uh, a team had that many more yards than their opponent and still were able to beat them. Uh, one thing that struck me at the end of this game, uh, and again, the Bucks are... Certainly shorthanded at receiver, but you knew what you had going into this game. The Bucks had all of those receivers available to them, I think, 
Russell Shepard had taken a shot to the head, he might have been uh, less than 100%. But if you go back and if you look at the fourth quarter in overtime, okay, uh, and it's essentially a tie game. It's 17-16 at the start of the fourth quarter. So neither, it's not like one team is playing from behind like crazy or something. Uh, from that point on, David Carr is 19 of 31 for 264 yards. James Winston is 4 of 11 for 29. So after that touchdown on the first play of the first quarter, David Carr had more pass attempts, 31, than James Winston had passing yards, 29. Just a remarkable difference in the confidence in the quarterback and the success of that quarterback with the game on the line. Just James could not connect with anybody they still, for whatever reason, felt the need to try and assert the run late in a game that was, I guess, not not decided. Still certainly up for grabs, but but when they needed aggressive play, they were still very conservative. Uh, was a little bit surprised by the breakdown in playing time and running back. I think we knew that Jacquez Rogers was getting most of the snaps, but 70 offensive plays. Jacquez Rogers got 45, but then the backups, Anton Smith got 22 Peyton Barber got three. Uh, you know, we had seen Peyton Barber last week uh, go for 84 yards, uh, have a 44-yard touchdown. I thought he had shown something, but uh, had only three offensive snaps and only one offensive touch. Uh, so clearly, either didn't have a good week of practice or the Bucks felt good about what Anton Smith had done uh, to have another week to pick up the offense and show something. Anton Smith had four carries for 16 yards, most all of them late. I had one catch for nine yards. I, I would think, based on that, if Jacquez Rogers can't go Thursday against the Falcons against his old team, uh, that it's probably Anton Smith going against his old team, uh, with Peyton Barber certainly helping out and getting a share of the load, a bigger share of the load than he had Sunday. Uh, but anyway, real quick week here. Uh, we got two more podcast. I guess three more podcasts to advance Thursday's game. But uh, this is going to be a tough one for the Bucs. I mean, the last time they played the Falcons on a Thursday night, uh, you know, 56-14 for Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's going to come in hot. This is still a very good offense. Matt Ryan is an MVP candidate. Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu just catching the ball very well. Uh, this will be a tough task for them to bounce back from, especially if they don't have Jacquez Rogers. Uh, I suppose they could get Clinton McDonald back. In theory, they could get Doug Martin back, but we don't really know what his, uh, his status is. We'll know that more. Uh, I guess Wednesday, if not Tuesday. Uh, so anyway, wrapping things up here, I want to try and get your comments and your thoughts. Uh, what disappointed you the most in this? What frustrated you the most? Uh, are you are you guys somehow happy that the Bucks played close and had a chance to beat a team as good as a six and two Raiders team? I would think it's more frustration from you guys. But uh, you know, Donald Penn gets to come back to Tampa, gets a touchdown in his return. Uh, there's been a couple of those. Three home games. You've seen Aqib Tlaib have two picks. You've seen Mark Barron have a pick. All the homecomings are uh, coming up well for the former Bucks uh, here in Tampa. Anyway, uh, we'll wrap things up here. Lots more to get to this week, but uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll have a lot more coming back Tuesday, coming back Wednesday, uh, getting ready for a quick turnaround in a Bucks home game on Thursday night against Atlanta. Uh, happy Halloween to you guys. We'll be back on Tuesday. Thanks again for episode 66. We are in the books uh, for the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. This is Greg Allman. Thanks again for listening to the Locked on Bucks podcast. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. 
I pronounce you by wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.